In today's show, I'm sharing with you my tips for winding down your business in 2020, preparing for the holidays, and how to perform a practical marketing review of your efforts this year. Guys, marketing reviews aren't just reserved for big businesses. Unless you know what's working and what isn't, you have no idea of how to improve and move forward in your business. So in today's show, I'm keeping it super practical and giving you the steps that will give you more clarity and more direction moving into the new year. a trade business using tools like social media, website, and email? Do you want to learn how others have done it? Then make sure you subscribe to The Digital Apprenticeship. I'm your host, Stephanie Trinder, digital marketer with almost 10 years experience. When I was eight years old, my dad lost his building business and declared bankruptcy. He didn't have access to the business resources we do today, and digital marketing was a foreign concept. This inspired me to use my skills to teach tradies like you how to achieve business success using short, really actionable digital marketing tips and tricks. Welcome to The Digital Apprenticeship. This episode is brought to you by my free Shortcut to Digital Marketing ebook with 20 really practical digital marketing tips you can implement for your trade business. Grab them at thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au forward slash ebook. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Digital Apprenticeship Podcast. As we approach the end of the year, I thought I would share with you some tips for preparing your business for the holidays, so when you step away on holiday, and also some practical advice for how to finish off your year and prepare yourself for a successful start to 2021. Now, A lot of these tips are practical, but some of them will require a little bit of brain power and I strongly encourage you do your best to achieve everything that I share with you today. These exercises are intended to set you up for success and the best possible start to the new year. So before you go on your Christmas holidays, you should do the following. Number one, let your clients know when you're going on vacation. If you know that you're going away over the summer holidays, maybe your suppliers have closed, the kids are on school holidays and so you're spending time with the family, or you're just taking a much needed break after a big year of physical labor. Whatever the case, if you know you're going away, then now is the time to be sharing that with your followers, with your clients, and setting the right expectations. A way you can do that is by announcing your away dates via email on your website, for example, your homepage or the announcement bar, and posting about it through your social media channels and updating your Instagram bio. This will set the correct expectation from your clients and will give them an opportunity to plan around your away dates and book in with you for 2021. 
Number two, set an email autoresponder. Before you go away, I strongly suggest you set up an away message or a vacation reply on your email. What this does is send an automatic email to anyone who contacts you during your away period. This can be done through the settings on your email provider and the information that you want to share in this away message is that you're on holiday, when you will be returning and when the person can expect you to get back to them. If you have a work phone, I also suggest you set up a voicemail with similar information. It's important to mention here that these people should already know you're on holiday. You should follow step one first and do your best to let as many people know what you're doing when you're away and when you're going to be back so they don't get a shock or feel let down when they see your autoresponder. Number three, thank your clients for their support. Something that is really simple to do and often underestimated or forgotten about, but so, so powerful is giving thanks. An easy way to do this is to simply send everyone an email thanking them for their support in 2020 and wishing them a happy holiday. Or if the budget doesn't allow or if sending a gift to your clients doesn't suit your business model, a great alternative is to create a Christmas competition and have one major prize as a giveaway. That's something usually substantial like a gift voucher or a Christmas hamper. The conditions of entry for this Christmas prize would be anyone who has written a testimonial for your business for the year. Whether that's on Facebook or your Google My Business listing, they would go into a raffle to win this prize. I like this idea because you're acknowledging the people who have written a testimonial for you, plus you're incentivizing people to write you a testimonial. So it's a really nice idea and a great alternative to sending everyone a gift if that doesn't suit your budget or your business structure. Number four, create and schedule content in advance. Before you go on holidays, I suggest you create content that will last you for the break. If you don't already have an image bank of content ready to go, capture that content now so you're not scratching your head, wondering what to post while you should be enjoying your holiday instead. That also leads me to suggesting planning your content in advance using a scheduler like Plan, Planoli or Hootsuite. I will link to these in today's show notes and you can find them at thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au forward slash 16. At this time of year, there are some important dates and events that you already know you can plan for. For example, a year in review, highlights from the year, lessons that you've learned this year, and wishing your followers a Merry Christmas and then a Happy New Year. These are all things that you can plan content for and schedule in advance so you don't have to worry about them while you're on holiday. Now that's out of the way, we can prepare your business for a successful new year by performing a marketing review. Stepping into my technical marketing shoes, I strongly suggest you perform an analysis of your marketing initiatives for the year. 
If you haven't already listened to episode 14 with Melissa from A Brand Is Not A Logo, I strongly suggest you go back and have a listen to the episode because Melissa shares a really great example of one way that you can perform an analysis of your brand's efforts, and that is by using a SWOT analysis. This brings me to point number five. Perform a SWOT analysis. SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. A few of the verticals I suggest you performing a SWOT analysis on is one, your content. Have a look to see what your best performing content was across your social media platforms, what received a lot of engagement, what generated website taps, what received the most reach, and how many followers you got for that year. Number two, your website. Determine where your website traffic is coming from, what your best performing pages were, and how long people spent on your website. Number three, your conversion rate. How many leads did you get for the year? And of those, how many actually converted into sales? Number four, your churn rate. Of the people who did buy from you, how many came back and used your trade services again? A great way to identify areas of opportunity and areas of threat is to look at the feedback you're getting from your clients. Have a look through your emails, your conversations, testimonials, and chat to your team as well. Between your clients and your team, they really are the best people and the best place to get an idea of what's working and what needs improvement in your business. You can then use all of this information to create and plan your content and marketing strategy for the new year. Number six, review your business foundations. Now that you've performed a SWOT analysis, it's a great time to review your business's vision, mission, and values. I'll briefly explain them for you. So your vision, this is the big picture you hold of your brand. Where do you see your business in five years time? And once successful, what does that look like Look like for your business once you've achieved that success? Number two, your mission. This is what you do, how you do it, and who you do it for. Finally, number three, your values. These are those global attributes that connect your customers and your team to your brand on a human level. For example, your values could be community, sustainability, innovation, and fun. Get really clear on these brand foundations and put them into a one-page document and share them with your team so that everyone is on the same page moving forward, moving your brand towards its vision. Guys, if your eyes are glazing over at this point, bear with me because this is the stuff that will truly set you up for success in the new year and help you to stand out from your competition. Don't overthink this process. Your brand foundations shouldn't be more than a couple of paragraphs each because they should be a clear snapshot outlining where you want your business to be and how you want your business to show up. This will serve as a guide to help you make better business decisions that will ultimately help you achieve your big picture for your brand. 
You can't do that when you have a document that's pages and pages and pages long. You simply won't look at it. So try to keep this as simple as possible. And in fact, for each of these exercises, just try to be as clear and simple as you can. Don't overthink the process. Number seven, set marketing goals. Now that you've done the groundwork, you're in a great position to set some goals and create a plan for the new year. It's important to set goals that are clear and achievable. They should be SMART goals, and that acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. It's simply not enough to say that in the new year, you want to increase your brand awareness, generate more leads, or win more work. These are great goals to have, but in order to actually achieve them, you need to make them more defined. So for the example of getting more leads, how will you know that you've achieved this goal next year? Look at the number of leads that you received this year and then aim to improve upon those next year. But be specific, identify what percentage of increase that you want to achieve or how many in total you want to gain and in what time frame. Number eight, write a marketing plan. Once you have your SMART goals in place, you can then take the next step of writing out a marketing plan of how you're going to achieve them. So for the example of lead generation, a few of your plans to get more leads could be investing in social media, it could be investing in SEO or updating your Google My Business listing regularly. It could be Google AdWords. There are so many ways that you could achieve lead generation and these bigger ideas form your marketing plan. From here, you would create a marketing strategy, number nine. For example, you might have listed down investing in social media as part of your overarching plan to generate more leads. Within your marketing strategy, it gives you the opportunity to dive a little deeper and go into more detail to include the tactics and the actions specific to this measure. For example, keeping with lead generation and creating a strategy for Instagram, you could outline what content you're going to create, the key messages you'll be communicating, your posting schedule, if collaborations or competitions are a part of your Instagram strategy. You should also take into consideration the information you uncovered from the SWOT analysis and use that to improve your strategy moving forward. This process really can be as easy or as hard as you make it. Again, don't overthink it. Keep it clear and keep it short. And that way you'll actually go back to refer to it, or at least you'll have a greater chance of going back and looking at it because you won't be overwhelmed by the pages and pages of information that you see. All of these exercises are intended to help you achieve success in the new year. They're going to help you create a strategy that's flexible because you're not going into detail to the ninth degree. And when you do come across those sticky business decisions that are hard to make, refer to this information, refer to that one-page document outlining your brand foundations. For example, before you hire new staff or invest in a new piece of equipment 
or even start using a new digital marketing channel, refer to this document, refer to these exercises to make sure that you're acting in a way that is going to help you achieve that big picture for your business. To recap, today I discussed a few ways to help you prepare your trade business for the holidays. That included, number one, letting your clients know when you're going on vacation. Number two, setting an email autoresponder. Number three, thanking your clients for their support. Number four, creating and scheduling content in advance. Number five, performing a SWOT analysis. So this is moving into the marketing review. Number six, reviewing your business's foundations. Number seven, setting marketing goals that are smart. Number eight, writing a marketing plan. And finally, number nine, creating a marketing strategy. If you would like to continue the conversation, join me in the Digital Apprenticeship Facebook group. Simply search the Digital Apprenticeship and request access. Inside the group, you will find further education, advice, and support to help you grow your trade business online. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you left a rating and review on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to, don't forget to subscribe while you're there so you never miss a new episode released every Tuesday. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll chat to you next time.